For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and it is so good to be back. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, I am home in my home studio. I say studio, but it's really office. Um, I eventually want to build a studio, and we will kind of talk about that a little bit today because today we are diving deep into a fall reset and I am really excited to talk about it now that fall is well at the end of this week it'll officially be fall and summer will have passed it's wild I feel like the summer lasted 0.5 seconds like every summer goes so fast and you know, it's fall now. I love fall. Um, so I'm happy about it. I'm grateful for a new season and I'm really excited for this season. So it only seems fitting to do a fall reset of sorts. Um, like I said, I just love fall. It just brings such a renewed sense of energy and it's just perfect. I really do like fall. So before we dive in, I have a few housekeeping things. Um, the first one is that I am thrilled to announce that I am co-leading a retreat with Jen Salino in Sea Isle City, New Jersey. Jen was recently on the podcast and we were chatting about yoga and wellness and chakras and like all the things. I will link that podcast down below in the show notes, um, but it's called Why or How Yoga Changed My Life if you guys want to go check that out. Um, and we dropped a little hint at the end of the episode that we would be doing a retreat together and these are the details of it. So it's a very limited amount of spaces for the retreat. 
I know we um, put out the retreat for signups on September 10th and we only have a few spots left. So um, this retreat is in Seattle City, New Jersey on October 20th through the 22nd. You do not have to be local because you can technically like fly in for the retreat or you could drive up if you're anywhere within driving distance of the retreat. You don't have to be like from the Philly area or the Jersey area. Um, you could technically be from anywhere if you wanted to do this retreat. We have solo rooms, we have double rooms, and we have triple rooms available for um, a small group of women. The first retreat that I went on was back in February, and I chatted about I like chatted about it on this podcast and how it really changed my life, and I wanted to bring that experience to others as well. And Jen has been leading retreats worldwide now for the past few years. And as soon as we started talking about it and we're like, you know what, let's team up for this one. It was really very exciting. So the retreat will be full of yoga and fun activities, lots of education about wellness practices in daily life, walks, beach time, bonding moments, really delicious meals and access to Jen and I for the whole weekend. Um, We're really, really excited. We only have a couple spots left. So if you want to come, please DM on Instagram or email Jen, not me, because if you do DM me, I will just give your information to Jen. Um, This is Jen's company. Jen is like the leader of the retreat. I'm just kind of joining in with her on this one. So um, I will d- direct your DM to Jen if you do DM me, but it's best to just directly DM Jen and she will handle booking your spot, pricing, deposits, all that sort of stuff. Her Instagram is below and I'll also leave her website down below. And if you want to email her, you can get that on her website. Like I said, Jen has led worldwide retreats and this one is going to be nothing short of amazing. And I am just so excited for it. The second thing that I want to say is that I am looking to hire a producer for this podcast. Ideally, I would like someone that is local to Philly, the King of Prussia, Westchester sort of area, um, or is willing to relocate. The responsibilities would be like booking and researching guests. I'd like someone that could be physically present for the audio and video episodes when I record them. Um, I love someone that could then edit the audio and video of the episode. So experience in video editing and audio editing is definitely key for this role. Uploading and thumbnailing the video podcast to YouTube, writing show notes and description notes, and strategizing with the marketing team for podcast growth, amongst other things. I would prefer someone with experience. Like I'd prefer not to have to teach someone how to edit video and audio because I do know how to, like, I do it all myself right now. Um, and I would be looking to outsource it. So if you are familiar or know how to audio and video edit, that's probably the biggest thing at this point. So, um, experience is preferred and this would be a part-time job. Um, if you are interested, please go to my website, torydsimone.com. I'll have it linked down below and click contact me and attach your resume. And, um, if it seems like a good match, my team will be in touch and we'll set up in, uh, an interview. Thank you so much. Okay. So now let's get into today's episode of a fall reset. Now that fall is here, I feel like it's a perfect time to recreate routines that might have slipped during the summer. 
Um, in the moment of summer, I always feel like this is living. You know what I mean? Like it, how can it get better than this? It, it just can't. Like this is living. And then I look back after summer is over and I'm like, oh my God, like can I get a minute? Like I just feel like it was so hectic the entire time. And during the summer, I really do try my best to have routines, but it just feels impossible at times through the summer. So when fall hits, I really hit the reset button hard, especially when it comes to routines. I hit the lifestyle reset button hard. I hit the healthy reset button hard. And all of that just kind of lands me to what the topic of this episode is all about. Um, So I think we should first begin with goals for the fall. The way that I like to look at it is what are my goals from now until the holidays, meaning pretty much Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving to New Year's is like a sprint to round out the end of the year. And while I love it so much, I just feel like I'm never productive during that time. I try, don't get me wrong, I definitely try my best, but it's just not the same as September, October, November, because I also really like to enjoy like the holiday time of November, December. Everyone kind of slows down with work a little bit. So it just is like a sprint of these next couple months. So September, October, and most of November, I kind of use it as like a let's grind out for the rest of 2023. So that's why I wanted to first talk about goals and what makes good goals. In my opinion, I think a goal that can be measured is a good goal and a goal that has actionable steps is a good goal. And I'm choosing to break my goals into three categories of career, personal, and finances. By the way, I recently watched the Barbie movie and I am obsessed to say the least. I'm, I'm just so obsessed and I've now watched it three times since, um, and I'm probably going to watch it again tonight. I just love it so much. But when America Ferreira, America, American, America, I should know her name. I think it's America. Hang on. Let me check. I know I'm right. America Ferreira. Yeah. I knew I was right. That's why you always, you don't doubt yourself. Um, when America Ferreira had her monologue and talks about how women want money, but can't talk about it because it's crass. I was like, can I get it? Fuck yeah. Because every time I talk about money on this podcast, I do feel like internalized shame almost for being like, how dare I publicly say that I make money from this podcast or that I want to make money when it's like everyone in the world needs to make money and everyone wants money. So anyway, I loved the whole monologue. But when she said that, I was like, you know what? Like, yeah. I'm allowed to talk about money and I'm allowed to talk about the fact that like I make money and that I want money. Okay. We're, we're all allowed to want money in this world. So anyway, I loved the movie and everything about it. I just, I adored the movie. Like I was just so obsessed. Um, and I'm definitely going to work on my relationship with speaking about money online. Cause I feel like I have a very healthy money relationship when it comes to others in my life. Like I can talk about it with my parents and with my boyfriend and like, I'm very open about it. And I really do try my best to, you know, invest and save and like be smart with my money. But when I talk about it online, I'm always like, this is so crass of me, but like, is it? Thank you, America Ferreira. Anyway, all right. So for a career, my goal for the rest of 2023 is in regards to the podcast. I have a very clear vision that I want to take the podcast and how I want to grow it. 
And I want the end of 2023 to be the year that I got the ball rolling in the direction that I see the podcast going, which is really good, by the way, hence hiring a producer. So I know that by the end of the year, I want to build a podcast studio and I want to hire a producer. I know my goals and I have two actionable steps to get me closer to where I want to be. Now, yeah, technically I recorded my office. It's fine, but it's just like a blank white wall behind me. So hopefully by the beginning of 2024, you guys will see a gorgeous studio um, that I will be recording in. Okay. The next goal is personal. I've been saying, and I have therapy later today. So like, thank God, because I like need to talk to my therapist, but I feel like I've been saying that I'm just juggling a lot in my life right now. And I just feel like I've just like thrown all my hats up in the air and I'm like trying to see what I can catch and what's going to come down and what's going to stay floating up in the air. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like kind of all over the place, but kind of not at the same time. It's like weird. I hence needing to talk to my therapist. So I really want to take my identity out of what I do for work and find more of an identity in what I personally like to do. So keeping with that theme, I definitely want to fill my nights after work with hobbies. Like when I was younger, I think of when I would go to school and then I would come home and I would film YouTube videos and then I would edit them and I would upload them. I would go to softball. I would hang out with friends. Like I was such a busy kid and teenager and now it hits 6 p.m. and I'm like, oh, can't leave the house. It's six days done. And like, that's not living. I mean, it could be if that's what I want, but I don't think I want that right now. Anyway, give it until like, you know, the winter blues. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving the house hit 5 PM. But right now, while it's still fall and it's still nice out and the days are still somewhat longer, I definitely want to find more hobbies and do things when I'm done working. So I'm going to do that. Like this past week, I've been booking workout classes and workshops. I met up with a friend for dinner last night. Tonight, my boyfriend is having people over for the Eagles game. So we're both just trying to like find things to do other than just like sit around and watch TV, which um, by the way, I was watching TV the other night after I took a yoga class and we started the lioness on Paramount plus, which is like chef's kiss, such an amazing show. Um, I didn't think it'd be a show that I really liked, but we were like looking for a show to watch and I Googled, what should I watch? And that came up and I was like, yeah, you know what? We're going to watch it. So good. Could not recommend it enough. It's eight episodes. Each episode's like 40 minutes long. Really, really, really good. It's from the same co-creators of Yellowstone. So if you like Yellowstone, odds are you're going to like Lioness. It's really good, but I will give it a trigger warning because there are definitely some tough scenes to watch in it. Um, like the first two episodes, I will say were kind of heavy with, um, there was like domestic abuse and just, just tread lightly. Like it's kind of heavy at times. Um, anyway, really liked it from, you know, going on from that. I also enrolled in yoga teacher training, which will keep me busy from the fall to the spring. So I'm really excited to deepen my spiritual practice and embark on the journey of teaching yoga. And I'm sure I'm really going to be talking about that a lot on this podcast as well, if that's something you guys are interested in hearing about. So those are my goals for personal to do more hobbies after I'm done working for the day. Lastly, finances. My goal is to invest, 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 invest. I've been a pretty good saver my whole life, but now I really want to bump up the investing and be a good investor to set myself up later on. 
Um, so in the fall, my goal is to become is to set up the accounts that I need to invest my money in every month. And I have a call on the calendar with my banker to get all that stuff set up. So that is really good. And a way that I like to visualize my goals is with a vision board. So creating a vision board that has lots of my goals on it. Um, for example, creating a vision board that has a successful podcast. Like what I will do is I'll take the podcast charts and I will Photoshop my show onto it. And then I will put that on my mood board, or I will put together a podcast studio on like, I'll find one on Pinterest. And I put that on my vision board. Or if I have an amount of money that I want to make from the podcast, like I will put that number on my vision board. If I have guests, that I want. I will put those guests, like pictures of them on my vision board. If I have sponsors that I want for the podcast, I'll put those brands on my vision board. If, um, like I want to rise in the charts, So I will put a green arrow that shows like the back end ranking. Like when your show rises, you get like a green arrow. So I'll put that on my vision board for personal. I want to put like happy girls on my vision board. I'll put yoga on my vision board. I'll put reading books on my vision board. I'll put like fall activities. I'll put dates, shopping, girly things, which we're going to come back to girly things because that's been like a big thing for me this fall. Um, for finances, I will take my bank account and like Photoshop a number onto it and put that on my vision board. I will show an investment account with a great balance and like, you know, all the positive stock numbers. Yeah. On my vision board, all these goals that I have, I will physically put them in picture form on a vision board. And then I will make that vision board, my laptop background, my phone background. And it is great. I do this in Canva. It's a really fun thing to do. You can even do this with friends and make it like a girl's night sort of thing, but it's a really fun and great way to visualize your goals. And with a clear goal, the rest of this reset really has direction, which is why I kind of wanted to start with goals. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash manifest terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. All right, now let's talk routine. So a morning routine for the fall is so refreshing. I find that my routines really do change with each season. And as I was prepping this episode, I was like, do I really want to put another morning routine, routine sort of thing in the title? Because I feel like every other episode, I'm like, this is my routine. But honestly, my routines always change with the season. Like I have constants. And I think if you listen to any of my previous episodes where I talk about routine, there are always constants in it, such as sunlight or working or skincare, things like that. Like there's always constants, but the order that I do things tend to change. The time I wake up tends to change. That's really like what changes the most. And that's where I become flexible with the seasons. So anyway, this is my current routine that I've been following and I feel really good with it. 
in the summer, I would wake up and pretty much just go right to work at the studio. So I didn't really have time for the intentional me time that I really like in the morning, like meditating or journaling or reading, stuff like that. And I'm definitely creative, meaning my work is rooted in creativity. So I feel like come fall, I really catch up on a lot of what feels like lost time over the summer because I don't really have time to be creative in the mornings. So the way that I define creativity with my work is that I use my create my creativity in the morning to my advantage. So whether that's like business ideas, like I'll come up with those stuff in the morning or scripting for this podcast or conceptualizing growth, like that all requires creativity. So I like to work first thing in the morning because that's when I'm the most creative. And in the summertime, when I wake up, I go right to the studio in the morning. So I don't really get that time. So in the fall, I feel like I really just have a lot of like pent up creativity, pent up ideas and things that I want to do with my time in the morning. So this is what my current fall morning routine looks like. I wake up when my alarm goes off and typically this is really anywhere from like 7 to 8 a.m. Today was 8 a.m. and it was gorgeous. I take a cold shower. You guys can listen to my last episode for the first two things, waking up when my alarm goes off and taking a cold shower. It's all about the concept of doing hard things and proving that you can do hard things first thing in the morning. Then I go into my morning skincare. Um, I love morning skincare. I'll talk about it a little, a little bit more in depth in a minute, but it's just like such a great way to signal to my face like, okay, we're awake. Not even in my face, but to like my, my mind and my body as well that the day's beginning and we are getting move on with our day. Then I will change. I typically will change into just like comfy workout clothes, not necessarily always workout clothes, but just something that I can be somewhat active in. And that is because I will then go for a morning sunlight stroll. So I will get in my morning sunlight and I do this in the form of taking a 20 minute walk. Um, I just go on like a little loop around. It tends, it turns out to normally be like a one mile walk. And I don't always like, I used to think that like a morning walk had to be like this big official thing. It doesn't. I normally wear my Birkenstocks and I will put in a podcast and I will just go for a 20 minute walk, come home. And that's how I got my morning sunlight, whether it's overcast or sunny. I do this every day without a doubt. Then I will sit on my deck and read a book or journal or meditate. Sometimes I'll do a combination of the three. Sometimes I'll do one of them. Sometimes I'll do all three. It really just depends on the day. But while I do this, I will drink electrolyte water. The electrolytes I prefer are either Element, L-M-N-T. I like the mango chili flavor. Or I will use the um, BPN G1M Sport. Um, And they recently, I saw that they started selling it at Wegmans, which is super exciting. So Um, I get that at Wegmans. Then after I'm done that, I will go inside and make a coffee. Um, My coffee currently is an iced cappuccino, which technically is just like a iced latte with less milk. When I make it at home, I don't really do the whole foam thing. So I guess it's like an iced latte. I just use not a ton of milk. Um, And I use a Keurig K-Smart machine. I have bought now three of those machines. I'm obsessed with them. I bought one for my house here. I bought one for my parents for Christmas and I bought one for the beach house. So like everywhere I go, I have one of these K cafe, like K smart machines. And I just need them because they allow you to make like a regular cup of coffee or 
a, a latte or cappuccino with frothed milk with either like in hot or cold. It's just the best and I'm obsessed with it. Could not recommend it enough. I'll link it down below. Anyway, I make a coffee. Currently, I'm in a pumpkin spice moment. So the way that I do that is I just use a K-cup and then I use oat milk and then the Chobani pumpkin spice creamer. So good. Um, I fill up mostly with oat milk and then just like a little dash of the pumpkin spice creamer. So it just gives like a little bit of that flavor and it is so good. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Then I bring my coffee upstairs and I work. This is when I begin my deep work. And you guys can listen to my episode on deep work. I'll link it down below. Um, But this is when I begin my deep work for the day. And this typically lasts anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours of deep work. And then I will have breakfast and I'll kind of get into what my breakfast is in a little bit. And then after breakfast, I will work out. So I've been working out later in the day because I really want to wake up and work and be creative and have that intentional me time in the morning. So for workouts, typically it's been yoga lately, but um, it can also be Pilates, spin, running, but it's mostly been yoga. And because of the episode that I posted last week about doing hard things, I no longer like only run first thing in the morning, which I was doing most of the year just because that was when it was like the quote unquote easiest time to run. But that wasn't best for my working conditions because like I said, when I wake up, I'm really creative and I really want to just focus in on that. So now when I run, I will run after my first creative bout of work. And sometimes it even energizes me so much that I come home and I feel like I have another really creative bout of work, which is really nice. So anyway, that is when I work out. Typically this is anywhere from like 1130 to 12. Then um, after my workout, I will come home, I will take a shower and I will change. And then I will work again and then I will have lunch and then I'll work again or I will to go for a walk, or I will go run errands. I try to like leave the house at some point. Um, if I did a workout at home, like if I did yoga at home, or if I just like went for a run or something like around my house, I will try and leave my house at one point during the day. So going and running errands has been really nice. And then I will end my work day and then I'll begin my hobbies. So that's kind of just like a day in my life instead of a morning routine. My morning routine really ends, I'd say like after I shower for my workout. Yeah. Anyway, this works really well for me because I get to hit my goals of work, personal, and finance. 
I get to work out. I get to be creative and I get to have a slower paced morning and I just really love it. So when it comes to working, I really have been prioritizing my to-do list with very efficient work. I've come to terms with the fact that life goes on, even if I don't get everything done on my to-do list, and that's just going to have to be okay. So when I make my to-do list, I look at my day and I and I really get realistic about how much time I have to get my own work done and not the to-do list that other people require of me, like emails, text messages, things like that. Stuff like that will be on my to-do list, but it goes after the work that I know that I need to get done that don't require other people's attention or um, collaboration or things like that. Like if I, you know, need, um, to do something with my business partner, like I will schedule time with her to do that. And like, that's our priority for the day or whatever it might be. But for the most part, I look at what I have to do that day and I get really realistic about like, okay, what can I actually get done if I only have three hours today to work for myself? And I have an hour today to do admin work, stuff like that. So looking at my time and my master to-do list that I compile as days go on, I pick the most important things and order them in order of importance for that day. So for example, if my to-do list after my deep work is done, because deep work always comes first, deep work, like I said, typically is rooted in creativity. So it's like planning out um, a new marketing plan or business when I say business ideas, it's not like conceptualizing a new business. It's like, okay, how can the business grow? Or it's like creating a planner or something like that. Like podcast scripting, like this, for example, like when I'm recording this podcast, like this is deep work. Okay. So after deep work is done, then I will look at my other to do's for the day. So for example, if my to-do list is send a survey to stride clients, make a 5 p.m. playlist for spin class, pay my tax estimates, get groceries, reply to emails, script podcast episode. Okay. Let's say that's my to-do list. I'm most likely going to have to do the taxes first because that has a deadline. Then I'm going to do the groceries because I have to eat food. Then I'm going to make the playlist because that most likely also has a deadline because I always make playlists the same day that I teach. Then I'll send the survey, then I'll reply to emails, and then if I get to it, I'll script today's podcast episode. I've gotten okay with pushing things to another day if it means that I'm either going to run over on time or if it means that I'll be more fresh with thoughts and ideas. When it comes to like scripting a podcast episode, for example, I don't like to do it at the end of the day because I tend to get fatigued and not as creative. So I'd rather do that towards the beginning of a day. And especially if it's like a Monday and I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of want to get ahead on work, but I don't have to really script my podcast until at least Wednesday, then I'll just push it to Tuesday. You see what I mean? So yeah, I've just been really intentional about my to-do list for the fall and I really like doing that and I just kind of wanted to include that in my fall reset. It also really helps just to have a blank piece of paper next to me and write down my thoughts as they come across my head and then highlight it when it's done. So I just have this big like blank canvas, like there's no lines on it, it's just big and blank and I'll link one of these down below, but I just like fill it up with like tons and tons of just like notes and stuff. And then I actually will go through and highlight them when I've either accomplished it or I've reached out to who I needed to, or I've worked through whatever that loose thought was. It's been really helpful. And it's also kind of fun to like look back and be like, oh yeah, I don't even remember that I did this or, but it was like so important in that moment, things like that. So 
I really love having a blank piece of paper next to me and just using that as like a brain dump throughout the day. Another thing that I wanted to include in this fall reset are the meals that I've been eating. I've been prioritizing just really simple meals for the fall. When the fall comes up, I love to see the pumpkin spice. I love to see the apple harvest. Like I love all of the fall foods, the butternut squashes of it all. I love it. But those are like typically pretty hearty meals to make. And I love cooking. It's fun, but I also need cooking to work for me. You know what I mean? So I've been really simplifying my meals and I've kind of just been eating the same thing every day and I wanted to talk about it. So for breakfast, I've been eating egg bites and I put this on my Instagram in the winter and I'll link it down below. But I put this on my Instagram. It was all over my Vlogmas and I stopped eating it in the summertime just because I don't know, like thinking back to the summer, I don't even know what I had for breakfast in the summertime. But anyway, these are egg bites and they are so delicious. They are so easy to make and they're really high in protein. So how you make it, two eggs, two cups of egg whites, three quarter cup of cottage cheese, one third cup of sharp cheddar cheese, two to three slices of deli ham, finely chopped. I like the honey ham some broccoli florets, salt and pepper, and then you combine it all in a bowl. You mix it together and you put it in a nine by 13 tray. You bake it at 400 in the oven for about 25 minutes and it makes breakfast for a week. I eat two and then you like cut them in squares. I eat two squares every morning. These have tons of protein and they keep me really full. They're really quick and they're also really good if you're on the go. They only take a couple minutes to make and then you just put them in the oven and then you forget about them and then you take them out 25 minutes later and then it's done. Then you have breakfast for the whole week. So these are really good. Like if you work, really great to take to the office with you, even like eat them in the car on the way to work, whatever. I personally like to eat them with avocado and pickled onions on the side and then I douse the entire plate with hot honey and it is so good. So that's what I have for breakfast pretty much every single day. For lunch and dinner, I tend to eat the same thing for both. I used to think that like lunch had to be lighter and dinner had to be heavier, but now I've just kind of come to realize that like I like making dinner and then having lunch as my leftovers of dinner. So I eat the same thing essentially for lunch and dinner and that just makes my life so much easier. So I have three go-tos. Um, the first is taco salads. They are so easy to make. So I'll just use ground turkey. I prefer turkey over beef, um, but you can do chicken, you can do beef, you can use whatever you want. I just do ground turkey. Um, I'll put like onions in it, beans in it sometimes, and just like taco seasoning. Make that over a bed of lettuce, add that on. I put in some corn, some tomatoes, um, cheese, cheddar cheese, and then I crunch some chips over it and I just dress it with, there's like this one vinaigrette. It's called Brianna's vinaigrette and it has a picture of a strawberry on it, but I think it's called blush wine vinaigrette. It is so good. I'm pretty sure it's just like straight sugar, but I'm like addicted. I'm obsessed. It's so freaking good. So I'll have that for lunch a lot of the times. Um, recently I've been really heavy on having stir fry. So I'll make this with ground turkey and rice. I saute that all together and then I will add in peppers and, um, Wegman sells this ginger sesame like dressing or marinade. It's technically both. Um, it's Wegman's brand, but you can get just any like ginger sesame salad dressing. And I'll put that on top of it in the stove, let it all kind of marry together, marinate. It's so delicious. And then I serve that over top of rice. 
and it is so good. And that also saves really well. All these things save really well. And then the last thing that I really like is lasagna soup. Lasagna soup is so easy to make. I can't remember the recipe off the top of my head. I should have wrote it down, but I'll link it down below the recipe that I use. It is so easy. You just use Italian sausage, ground turkey, heavy cream, um, chicken broth, uh, lasagna noodles, mozzarella cheese, Parmesan cheese. What else? I think that's it. It's really easy and it's really, really good. Also very high in protein, very cheesy, but like, you know what? It's really good. I don't snack as much. So I have those three things on rotation all the time for the fall. I don't snack as much because I'm really trying to eat more protein and protein keeps me really full. But if I do snack, I normally want sweet or crunchy. So if I want something that's sweet, I will have a yogurt with frozen blueberries. And if it's crunchy, chips tend to do it for me or the Mary's Gone Crackers with caramelized onion hummus. And I get a little bit of the sweet and the crunchy. That is really good. Um, like I also said, I've just been loving making iced pumpkin lattes at home. Um, so I just use the Keurig Case Mart with the oat milk and the Chobani creamer, like I said, and it is so good and so, so delicious. Now, when it comes to healthy habits for the fall, I've been really trying to remain as active as I possibly can. So this means like taking 20 minute walk breaks in the middle of a work day, actually going to the grocery store instead of just Instacarting my groceries to get my steps in, meeting up with friends and doing an activity with them instead of just like going to lunch or dinner. Just things that really involve moving my body, not even in like a workout sense, but just being more active. I'm really finding myself opting towards that. Even shopping, like the other day, I just went to the mall and had a little bit too much fun shopping. I bought like so much stuff, but I was really getting my steps in and I was like, this is like living, like this makes me feel good. So that's been really fun. And I've just been trying to be overall more active. Next in the fall reset that I want to talk about is like the clean girl era leveling up and really showing up for my appearance. Since chatting with Jen about the whole masculine and feminine energy that we have in our bodies, I've really been taking a big interest in that because I feel like over the past few years, I've been so in my masculine. And even the other day when I was talking to my friend Chelsea, I just kept bringing up all these men's podcasts that I love and that I listen to. And while there's nothing wrong with that, I just caught myself and I was like, oh my God, like I really need more girls in my life. Like I need that feminine energy. And I think honestly, it's because I stopped bringing the feminine energy to myself, which is so funny because I say all the time on this podcast, I love being a girl. And it's true. I love being a girl. I always have, like, I've always just been so girly growing up. Like I've just always really loved being a girl, but I found that lately I've just been so in my masculine, whether it's because of work or life, like I I don't really know, but I just have really been like living in my masculine. So when I show up for myself physically, meaning appearance wise and with gentle movements like yoga and walking and just being more like breathy and wispy with my life, I find that I'm really living in my feminine more and I just love it. I feel so good. So that's like what I've been kind of emphasizing on and trying to do more. So kind of tying back to skincare, like what I was saying earlier, practicing skincare morning and night is a great way to be in your feminine energy because it's the first thing that I do in the morning and the last thing I do before bed. So it's like pampering myself every day 
twice a day and I love it. I specifically love this one product. It's from First Aid Beauty. It's the Niacinamide Brightening Eye Cream. It's like a reflecting eye cream, but it totally brightens up your under eyes and it makes it look like you are wearing concealer, but that your face doesn't look flat. Like if you ever put on concealer without any other makeup on, sometimes it can make your face look flat or dull or very monochromatic. So this still gives like, this is so weird. I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but I like when my face has dimension with my under eyes, but I don't like when my under eyes look dark. Okay. So what I mean by that is like, I like a bright under eye, but I, I still like when I have color under my eyes because it gives dimension to my face, but I don't like them dark. I don't know. I hope that made sense. This product brightens up your under eyes, but it doesn't make your face look flat with like, it doesn't make your face look like sickly or anything like that. It just totally brightens up your face without having to wear makeup and it's gorgeous. So I get really excited to put that on every single morning. I'll link that down below. It's from First Day Beauty. I just love it. I also recently found a lip combo that I love. It's like my natural lips, but better. So it's the NYX lip liner in the shade natural and the Fenty lip plumping lip gloss and fussy. I'm wearing it on my lips right now. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, um, I put on this lip with or without makeup. And if I used to put on a lip without makeup, I felt like I looked absolutely crazy. And it was because I was just wearing the wrong lip. And now that I found the right lip that works for me, I just love it. And I feel so good. I feel so feminine. I just feel great. I also love this new perfume. It's the Glossier perfume. I think it's the only one that they make. I think it's called Glossier U. And oh my God, it smells so good. It's literally so perfect. It's feminine and mature, but it's still young and mysterious all at the same time. It's amazing. And it makes me feel like a gorgeous smelling girl because, you know, girls are like stereotypically known for smelling good. And when I put this on, I'm like, yeah, I feel like that. And I love it. I also have really been liking curling my hair and slicking my hair back. Um, When I curl my hair, I feel like I'm just really embracing like the feminine energy and that feels really good. So to curl my hair, I've been using the Bioionic one and a quarter inch barrel and it just gives like if you guys are watching on YouTube, this is exactly what it does. It just gives me like these big loose waves and I feel like it makes my hair look a little bit longer too, which is also really nice. When it comes to slicking my hair back, I've been loving using the Morocco hairspray because that also just smells really amazing. And it's just such a clean look, um, when my hair is either a little bit dirty or I want to like have the emphasis be more so on the face card and I can just pull my hair back and it just makes me feel really, really feminine and really pretty. I recently had a meltdown about my clothes because all of my tops are cropped and I don't only want to wear crop tops. Okay. I'm 25 years old. Like it's time for me to get normal length shirts. So I went to target the other day and I stocked up on basics and man, does it feel good to have normal length tops again? So now I dress in a way that is casual and put together and not looking like I just got off the clock from work happy hour, which I feel like was the trend for the past year and a half, two years. So I would try to dress that way and I would just feel so professional all the time. And to me, when I would dress like that, I never felt feminine. I just felt very masculine and really tapping back into that masculine energy. So now I'm really dressing more 
relaxed and cute and just feminine. Like this dress or not dress, this shirt that I'm wearing right now, like this cut reminds me of like the old school Hollister cuts and like that baby doll top. And I love it. it. It feels very feminine. I feel really pretty in it. Like it just feels good to dress like this and to like kind of accentuate my feminine features without like showing a lot. Cause I don't really like, I don't really have like a chest to show off. I don't really like to show off my chest, like stuff like that. Um, so I just feel like I'm dressing in a way that makes me feel really feminine and relaxed and pretty. And I really like that. So I normally gravitate towards jeans or like looser pants with a tighter top. I tend to like that normal length tops. Love that. And also just really classic pretty clean makeup with curled hair, good smelling perfume. I just love it. Pretty much how I'm dressed right now. Very feminine and it just feels really good to show up for yourself. And then lastly is self-tanner. This has been game changer, but I just feel so much better about myself when I have self-tanner on and that's just how it's going to have to be. Okay. So I've been tanning and I just feel fabulous. Um, I use the coastal glow self-tanner and oh my God, do I love it. It lasts forever and it looks super natural. The only thing I will say is that when I put it on, it does feel greasy and oily. So that doesn't go away for like a few hours, which is kind of an annoying feeling, but the tanner itself looks really natural and it lasts a really long time. Um, so whenever I'm tan, I just feel better and I just feel so feminine the entire time. I love it. So I guess that about does it for my fall reset, creating routines, meal prepping, to-do lists, some habits, leveling up tips. I feel like we covered all of the basics today. So I would love to know how you guys are hitting your fall reset. What are your goals? What are your vision boards? How are you guys showing up this fall? I would love to know. Um, be sure that you guys are following the podcast on Spotify, leave a five-star review on Apple, leave a five-star review and be sure to hit follow or subscribe, whether you guys are watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast platforms. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in today and listening to Manifest with Tori Simone. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Happy fall. And I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye guys. <laughs>